Welcome to Renault's Review and Recaps. Today's episode, we're recapping Mortal Kombat. Come over here! Yay! So it's not 1995, but we gonna party like it's 1995. Mortal Kombat uh, came out. It was amazing. Uh, I liked it. I saw IMBD. I think they gave it 6 out of 10. Um, not the greatest, not the worst, but you know what? For what Mortal Kombat is, I enjoyed it. All right? I thought it was good. Uh, I know the first seven minutes was released a few weeks ago or a couple of days ago. I don't remember that. But this first seven minutes was amazing. Um, you get the fight scene between uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero uh, before they even get their powers and stuff like that. Well, I think Sub-Zero definitely has his powers. But I loved the movie. It was amazing. You got to see... Uh, a little bit of Scorpion becoming Scorpion before he actually gets his powers because you get to see that where um, it's the scene where in the beginning of the movie where it's obviously that Sub-Zero killed his family, or Scorpion's family, because they're frozen to death. Added on to this, they don't really ever explain why Sub-Zero and Scorpion are fighting each other. That was just for the fans that don't need to do the research and figure out why they've always had a beach because um, beef with each other because that's all of Mortal Kombat lore. The two bigger villains has always been Scorpion and uh, Sub Zero. You don't really know why they have beef with each other if you're just for, seeing it for the first time, but just watching the fight scene that was just for the hardcore fans and just to pull people in to it that's never seen it. Uh, it is a different movie once you get past those seven minutes because it starts off with a a newer character um cole i think his name was cole young an mma fighter that i honestly thought was going to be johnny cage because one it was <laughs> they fought in a ufc fight in a cage and you know you know johnny cage is everyone's fan favorite he is a movie star that happens to be also a, mo- a fighter a uh, little difference in this movie that um, you're usually pretty much um, kind of chosen to fight the Mortal Kombat tournament, um, but like you just I, I don't know because I remember I don't remember in the movies that you had to have a mark. There was no mark in the movies. In this movie, this version of the movie, that certain people are um, assigned this dragon tattoo or dragon birthmark, and they are the chosen one to fight for Earth Realm, and. Uh, that was not in the movies before, but like again, it's a new version of it. It's a new director, so they're just adding stuff so people can kind of follow along. Because in the original movies, I think you just kind of just like sign up, like you just literally put your name down, like, "Yeah, I want to fight for the protection of the realm that I live in." <laughs> I think that's pretty much how it, it used to be. But just to give an explanation, you, everyone gets assigned a, a dragon tattoo. So we got Jax, you got you got Jax, you got Sonya Blade, and the star of this movie to me is Kano. Kano was hilarious. The, the little one-liners and everything he had, the little comments he said. Uh, for example, the scene where it's um, Liu Kang uh, hits him with a fireball while they're meeting, and he gets up and he's like, "Did you just throw a, a fireball at me?" He's like, "Yes." Um, you guys are looking for the Raiden Temple. Kano's like, no, fuck that. Fuck the temple. Dude, yo, show me how to get that fireball out. Like, yo, how do I... Am I going to get firepower? Am I going to be able to do that? No. 
<laughs> the movie would um there's definitely like I say it was different from the first seven minutes to this. Um there was a lot of corny little one liners, um, but there was there was lines that were needed to be said because it was an adaptation of the the video game. So if they didn't say it, I would have riot. Um for example, when Kano is fighting Reptile and love that they brought Reptile into it, um he comes in and Kano after they beat they uh Reptile gets beat up by Kano and, you know, what well, help with Cole and Sonya Blade. Uh, when Kano rips out uh, Reptile's heart and he has it beating and he just turns around and says, Kano wins. I jumped up at 32 years old. I jumped up like I was a kid again because that is what you need. If they don't say those lines, I'm rioting. And thank God they did that. I'm going to jump around to certain scenes in the movie, so I don't want to ruin it for you guys. I want you guys to go watch it yourselves. Uh, just what certain scenes that I'm just going to speak about. Uh, that The great part of the movie where the origin stories are starting to come up a little bit, because when um, you see Jax fighting uh, Sub-Zero, like, it was a good fight. You know, Jax is immortal. Of course, it's going to end up the way it's going to end up, but... It was nice to see like what is going to happen to him. Um, quick spoiler is that when they're having their fight scene and then Jack throws a punch and gra- Sub-Zero grabs it with one hand and then throws a, a punch with his other hand. He grabs it and then you see Sub-Zero just freezes his arms together, freezes and just rips Jack's arms off. You're like, okay. And then kicks Jack down those flight of stairs or those that I don't think it was a platform. It was a platform. He kicked him down. You're like, oh, no. At first, I was like, yo, why even bring Jackson into this if you're not going to like add him to the actual movie? But then I remember, oh, wait, wait. Just what he's known for. Jax is known for his metal arms. Of course, they got to get ripped off. You know? So, uh, and added on to this is that, yo, uh, Shang Tsung needs to get a better assassin because the fact that Sub-Zero... Had to kill two people and didn't. You know, he, he he messed them up. But, oh, well, he did kill Scorpion. Scorpion ends up going to hell. So that's later on in the movie. But you need your money back because if I kill you, you ain't supposed to come back. Once you're dead, you're dead. You know, Shang Tsung, get your money back, man. Sub-Zero fucking up. So we got Cole Young being pretty much the star of this movie. Um, well, it's mostly based off of him. But it's really, if you ever watch Mortal Kombat... Lore has always been about Liu Kang. Uh, he's always been the guy from the 1995 movie. You know, it's that's what it was, but it's a different version, so they went a different route. So um, when they end up meeting Raiden, I thought was kind of fucked up, but it's similar to the other movies because literally they um, Liu Kang shows him these guys. Um, these and Raiden looks at him and says, "This is what I have to work with." So. Raiden read, reads them for filth and says some fucked up things to him. Like he says to Cole, you're not mentally or physically prepared for this. He looks at Sonya and says, you don't even have the mark. He was pretty much saying like, you don't even go here. And uh, like I said, Kano was uh, hilarious because he said like, yo, says some racist uh, comment to him. <laughs> it's like, yo, what about me? Uh, and Raiden just hits him with a, some electric bolts. And just says, you're arrogant. You're powerless and arrogant. 
And it's like, okay, he reads them for filth, but also they have not been training. So I felt Raiden could have been a little nicer to them because they had no reason to train because they had no idea what Mortal Kombat was. So Raiden, you could have eased off on them a little bit. So they go into the training already. Um, you see Shang Tsung um, brings his army. Um, You've seen how Outer World is kind of breaking the rules. Um, by Because there's a, supposed to be a tournament. And they have to win 10 straight before they're able to take over our realm. And they're doing this by sneaking over and killing uh, certain champions just willy-nilly. So they try to go to Raiden's temple. And Raiden's like, nah, y'all need to step the fuck out of here. Nah. And then puts a shield up and protects his, his champions while they're training and trying to be ready for this tournament. You know what? Spoil alert. There is no tournament. And some people can be upset with that because that's the whole point of these movies. That's Mortal Kombat. It's, you remember playing the video game? You fight one bad guy. And once you, or not a bad guy, but you fight one person and then you move up. Your block moves up to the next guy, and to the next guy, until you get all the way to the big boss. Uh, you know what? I never got to the big boss. I would get to the big boss, and I th I'm pretty sure I would let my relatives beat him because I could never get it. They would let me. You know what? Now I'm thinking about, did I even get to the big boss, or did they just do it mostly for me? I think I probably would get maybe one or two characters, and they would have to finish the rest for me. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going into the training and they're trying to learn this thing. Cause like you get you see Raiden, um Raiden has his powers because he's a god. You get to see Liu Kang already has his little bit of his powers with the fireball, and they call that their Akana. Not Raiden doesn't have the Akana, he's just a god, so he just has that in him. But you see that uh Liu Kang has his powers already, and that's their call their Akana. And Sonya doesn't have hers because she can't get her hers because she doesn't have a symbol. She wasn't chosen for this. Um, you can get, um, you can be part of it if you kill someone that has a mark. And that goes into what happens later on. But, you know, only person that has it born, um, birthed on him was um, Cole Young. Because his father was, he's an ancestor of uh, Scorpion. So that's why he's pretty much only one that has it on him uh but they're trying to learn their powers and it's called the arcana the arcana is something they just implemented into the mortal kombat universe to kind of explain to people like hey this is why these people have powers they just willy-nilly don't have this you know but it makes sense um for the fans just to be like okay now we know why uh and kano is like, like i said he just has the funniest lines in the movie and he, unfortunately, he was the first one to get it. His uh, katana. Uh, you get to see that. And their katana is more, or Okana explained as their will to fight, their will to, their reason to be a fighter. And that's how they get their gifts. And, you know, so, and there is no tournament. And some people get upset about that. But we get to see more of Outer Worlds, like, reason on why. They do the things they do because they want to take over the realm, but they're cheating. And they're finding different ways of doing that by killing our champions, like I said earlier. Um, and they um, will, you know, because like in the original movie, you know, it's, they don't really explain that. Um, they just get, a, say, hey, you guys have to fight our for our realm. You have to fight to protect us. And in this movie that 
they still do have to fight to protect this realm, but there is no tournament in this movie because it they just didn't want to do that. And I felt that was kind of cool that they didn't add that on here because it gave us a sense of, hey, they might open a second or third movie. But there were some mini tour- tournaments, and we'll get into that real quick. Um, because the corniness of it was the certain lines that uh, uh, Cole have, like when they escaped everyone, uh, they took everyone away. Where Raiden got everyone that got them into the void, and Cole says a stupid line where it's like, "Guys, it's not over yet." What? It's yeah, but it's a movie, so they have to have a little corny, like, "Yeah, guys." After they got fucked up by um, Kano, ends up um, betraying them and putting down that shield, helping getting the shield put down, and so they're able to attack them again. And even when they're getting attacked, that's also a sense of how you get your Akana is like you get a sense of like why if you get defeated, like pain or something, you'll see something that makes you want to to step up, and then that's what you see, Jax. Even though Jack's arms were jacked up, or huh, ironic, Jack's had no arms, um, but they gave him these bullshit baby robotic arms, and then his Akana was ex- um, exposed once he was able to save Sonya when that big rock fell on her. So there's a sense of will. Sometimes I think it has to do with will and power, and just he fights for other people. So that's why he was able to get better metal arms and became a super like cyborg type of guy. Now, uh, again, uh, more talk about the actual tournament when uh, the corniness from what <laughs> Cole said, you know, guys, it's not over. And then tells Raiden, can't you um, put people anywhere in the, around the world? And they get that little idea so like, to say, all right, we're going to fight these guys. We're going to fight them separately. So that was, even though we didn't get a tournament, we did get a mini tournament. So I jump around here and there because I really want you guys to watch the movie instead of just going from scene for scene. Um, when Shang Sun took Liu Kang's uh, soul, I was like, I was waiting for him to take someone's soul because that's his main thing. He's a sorcerer. That's what he does. And actually, that's why um, Liu Kang actually goes after um, Shang Sun after taking his ancestor's soul. That was the whole point of the first movie. All right, so I didn't know when they were going to do that, but you know. As soon as they escape from the, the void, um, you know, Kolg has his plan where he wants them to separate. You got... When uh, Jack said he wanted Reiko when they were in the void, in between the realms between Earth and wherever Raiden's from, I was like, when Jack said, look, give me Reiko, I, was, I got a score to settle. I was like... Ah, uh, play you got that's not the wrong one you want to fight, man. Sub Zero's the one that took your arms. That's the one you have something to settle with. <laughs> but hey, he wanted a fair fight, I guess. The fight between Jax and Reiko was really good. Um, that exactly what we got that Raider R um rating for because it was bloody. Uh when Jax ends up finishing it with both hands and smashes his head together, this is Mortal Kombat fatality and as it was kind of cool even when he walked away he hits that line he says like yeah these arms work yeah the fight between uh sonya and kano was well deserved and was definitely foreshadowed in the movie a bunch of times because even when they first had a little bit of that little battle before they 
go to Raiden's temple where, um, cause Sonya doesn't have the actual symbol. She doesn't have, she's not chosen. When she beats Kano in a little fight they have, and Kano says to her, go ahead, do it, do it. And she says, nah, never mind, and gets up. Kano says, see, this is why you don't have the symbol, because you, you don't have the stuff to do it. Okay. Yeah, guess what? She does. And, and it's funny, because at that fight scene at the end is where she, he's choking her out, and she sa- he says that Kano says to her, how does that feel? And she finds something and just stabs in the eye. And a little quick little uh, catchphrase, not catchphrase, a little quick thing she says that, oh, it felt great. And then she gets the symbol. Foreshadowed and good and executed. And you got Lu, Lu Kang and, and um, you got Lu Kang and Cole versus Melina and Cabal. I could always say his name wrong. Cabal. I thought that was going to be Smoke. I was upset. I always forget about Cabal. Cabal and Smoke look like nothing like each other, but I always think, I don't know, my dumb brain thinks that way. Uh, but we got Lu Kang versus Lu Kang and Cole versus Melina and uh, Cabal. That fight I could have went without because I was like, I don't need to really see this. I also love that when Jax, when they're pretty much telling him that where they're going to have all those guys fight each other. And then Jax is like, yo, what about Sub-Zero? No one's going to take that dude alone. Everyone, you know, (laughs) Jax knows from experience that's not a good idea. And, you know, Cole hits him with that. I just worry about him later. Uh, gave me kind of a sense where, like, obviously afraid of Sub-Zero because he is the baddest character. Uh, he's right before the boss is boss. Uh, I thought that was like, okay, they're just going to forget about him. He'll probably be in the next movie. But I guess their game plan is that we're going to take out all the other guys off the board first, and then we're just going to jump this motherfucker later on. But it doesn't work out that way for them. But all of them get their fights in. They get, beat the other guys. The best thing in these movies that you did get to see, in this, especially in the Luke Kane fight um, versus um, Cabal, is that you get to see that bicycle kick. Um, you get to see some of the moves that you got to do in the video games and seen from the movies, and that was one of them. That little, I don't know if I said that, but <laughs> said that right. But when he hits him with that bicycle kick, that's my sound effect. Uh, <laughs> judge me or not, but that was cool. I. When um, Liu Kang hits him with that dragon fist thing where uh, Cabal's in the like little, um, I'm going to say sinking sand. What do you call that? Whatever. That sinking sand type of mud type of thing that he's in. Uh, quicksand. It looked like it was quicksand. Uh, and then that dragon flame hits Cabal. I was like, that's new. I don't know that one. I feel like I made that one up. But if it is in the... Guys, let me know in the the, the podcast. Uh, tweet me at the podcast on uh, Superkick OTH if that's actual move that you've seen in the video games because I don't remember that one. So that was pretty cool though. I will say the animation for this movie was really good um, for what it is, um, especially the movie Annihilation, Mortal Kombat 2. That was just trash. Um, when I say this with Prince Gordo... Um, that was pretty cool. I forgot they were even going to bring a, him in there. Uh, they showed <laughs> when early in the movie, Kano says, oh, that four-eyed guy. Oh, that's a guy I don't want to fight. And then they bring him back later. I was like, yes. Yes. The, every little thing they said in early in the beginning of the movie will play out later on. Or you'll see or something like that. And I just really thought that was very well done. Uh, 
we did like I said that they didn't give us the Mortal Kombat tournament, but they gave us the best version of the tournament. And then you get to the end scene where Sub Zero kidnaps uh, Cold's kids. Cold, no, he ends up kidnapping his wife and kid. That makes more sense. Yeah, he ends up kidnapping the wife and kid, and they pretty much bring him to his old, I guess, fight place where he was fighting before. So when it's um, they're fighting between Sub Zero and Cole, Cole chases him through that portal because Sub Zero kidnaps his daughter, uh, kidnaps his daughter and his wife. So that happens, and he goes through the the, the portal. They're having their fight. Um, if you guys remember that little blade that you know. Uh, Raiden gave um, Cole an earlier that was from his ancestor that was stuck in in hell. By him using that that blade, because I was confused, because you it, it gets there when he gets when Cole gets cut by that same blade. Somehow, all of a sudden, you just see a little a knife with a rope on it, a chain hits Sub Zero in the back, and you're like, "What is that?" And I'm praying it is scorpion and it is and you hear him do it's the movie line it's the mortal Kombat line get over here best scene in the movie i could have turned it off right there and been done with it so it was cool to get to see scorpion come back and get his revenge against uh sub-zero but if you guys know the games and video games you know sub-zero is kind of like um a name so is scorpion because you know obviously when you see scorpion fight with his ancestor because i'm pretty sure cole becomes the next scorpion later on um because i feel like that just would make sense because there are different versions of scorpion and there's are different versions of sub-zero like they pass that down the, the lineage the the history of it they pass it down to the next generation or different different people that take on that mantle mantle um so i thought that was cool but to get especially to see sub-zero and scorpion to get their original fight on and just to see when they end up finishing the fight uh get to see that video game finisher where you know scorpion takes his mask off and just tells him you thought i was gonna burn in hell but here and this flamethrower sub-zero i thought that was amazing um so overall um if my review isn't the best uh you know if you guys just want to go watch the movie you should uh, hope you do enjoy my, my review of the movie. I jump here and there around because, you know, I just think of the things at the moment while I'm speaking. And um, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was awesome. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Um, the reason why I'm not giving it a 9 or a 10 is because two reasons. Um, they didn't give me Johnny Cage at first. They did not give me Johnny Cage. And they didn't give me the full-on music because they, they did not give me the full on din 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 din. They it was maybe for a few seconds and it was done. I felt that that should have been the biggest part of the movie. I don't know if it had a studio or producer or director dis- made that decision. Uh, hopefully they hear the critics and hear people critique that and say, hey, hey, next movie, you gotta give us the Mortal Kombat theme. It's not a Mortal Kombat movie without the full theme. But you know, overall the movie was pretty good. Um, the set, first seven minutes of the movie, probably the best part of the movie. If you just really realizing it, that was the best part. Overall, it was it's still a you know a decent movie. So you know, guys, I hope you enjoyed my review of this. This is Renal's review and recaps. 
Hopefully you guys like this. I'm gonna add this on to the podcast. Um, you know, please hit my Twitter, hit my Instagram. Uh, you can always find me at everything at Hey It's Ronald H E Y I T S Ronald R E N A L D. You can find me on Instagram at Hey It's Ronald. You can find me on Twitter at Hey It's Ronald, and you can follow this podcast off the handle of uh, Instagram at Off the Handle Podcast, and offer on Twitter uh, Superkick O T H. Thank you guys for listening.